0: Good morning, saints of the Most High God. This is Coach Shelby with Coach for Christ. And if you'll forgive the echo, uh, I'm in a new location now. Uh, paradise, Texas, praise God. This day, Coach Shelby is in paradise. Amen? Praise God and the blessing of the Lord be upon you. Amen? We started teaching on Luke chapter 11 last week and we broke it into sections. This section may be a little longer as I don't know how to break it down any more than uh, than what I can. But it's starting in Verse 14. And I'm going to paraphrase some of this. We see that Jesus uh, cast out a devil and it was a a dumb devil. (laughs) It was a dumb spirit that was upon the young boy. But he, knowing their thoughts in verse 17, said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every house divided against a house falls. Now they had said that he cast out demons by the prince of demons, by Beelzebub, appointing the power of God or giving credit of the power of God. To Satan himself, and Jesus said in verse eighteen, If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. You see the kingdom of darkness is highly organized. The reason why many Christians have little success concerning these things, number one is they don't fight, and a man that don't fight can be at peace even in slavery. Come on, I could give you a message, another message. I could go ten different directions. I don't want to do that today." Many of you in America think you're free, but yet don't pay your taxes and find out if you're free. Find out exactly what happens when you don't take care of those things. Find out when you don't fi- follow the rules and the laws of the lamb that are given before you. And some of those are good, but some of those are not intended for good. And I won't elaborate on that. But the kingdom of darkness is highly organized. And the kingdom of darkness cannot cast out darkness. There's only one light. The light is Jesus Christ. And if Satan be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils by Beelzebub. And he goes on to say, if I cast out by Beelzebub these devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. And in verse 20, it says that if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. Now, you can hear this message in more depth as I minister this most of this chapter. At U-Turn World Ministry yesterday, you'll see that on the, uh, it's, it's there, I don't know what to call that. Um, it was the live feed at the time, but it, it's archived there now. And you would find this message uh, from November, I guess that would have been 24th yesterday. But he says that if I cast out devils by the finger of God, no doubt the kingdom of God has come near you. Now you need to understand in Luke 17, 1, that as the Pharisees were talking to Jesus about the observation of the kingdom of God. That he said that it's not found with natural observation, but the kingdom of God is within you. So you need to understand that God is clearly saying that the kingdom of God is directly correlated to casting this demon out of this young man. That the power of God, the government of God, by the faith in God, and when this is demonstrated, that this is a manifestation of the kingdom of God. Far too many people are looking for the kingdom of God and they can't wait to get to this place because of the beautiful streets and the mansions and all those things, and rightly so, I get that. But the question that I ask is, the government of God operating in your life today? Because if the government of God is not operating in your life today, you may never see the physical, tangible kingdom of God that you're lusting after now. And that becomes an idolatrous situation for a blood-bought, born-again believer, if indeed they're blood-bought and born-again to be lusting after a place far, far away that they, we have no way to tap into to see. It's in the spirit realm of God. But if you're not walking in the spirit prior, how can you walk into the kingdom spiritually? Now, I don't know if you just heard what I said. But if the finger of God, in verse 20, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. I said, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. You must understand that for the true born-again, blood-bought believer the one who follows Jesus Christ, that there is a manifestation of the kingdom of God here and now. And that manifestation casts out demons as Jesus just demonstrated in the book of Luke chapter 11. That manifestation of the kingdom of God wins souls and causes people to repent and put their trust and faith in Jesus Christ. That manifestation of the government of the kingdom of God causes people to get out of their sick beds. That manifestation of the kingdom of God right here causes the blind to see. And I speak first spiritually to understand the ways of God and the words of God to hear. For the deaf ears to open and the blind eyes to see. This is the kingdom of God. Today, the kingdom of God has come near you. Today, the revelation of the word of God that you hear is the kingdom of God coming nigh you. Right now, the kingdom of God is here. Luke 17, 21. The kingdom of God is within you. If you're truly born again, you can't receive Jesus without receiving the kingdom of God. And that rises up many questions inside of us. How? How? can I be a Christian? How can I be a follower of Christ if there is no manifestation of his kingdom? That would be like walking into another country and addressing the king and telling him how the cow's going to eat the cabbage and to change all of his rules and all of his ways. No, 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 no. When the kingdom moves in, he moves in. Jesus moves in. He brings the kingdom, the government, the rule of God in your life because the disobedient, the ones who do not desire to follow the ways of God, he never moves in. And if you change on the road, he moves out. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, and I believe verse 30, if not back up to 29, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. What is it like in this world when you know somebody and you begin to mistreat somebody and you begin to grieve that person? What is it like? Does that person draw near to you? Do they draw away from you? Are they more hesitant around you because they don't know how to how to speak to you, they don't know. And I'm not saying this for God, I'm saying this for our benefit. The Bible says, if you read in James chapter four and you read seven, eight, and even nine is worthy to read, it says, draw near unto God and he will draw near unto you. So I just answered the question about the kingdom of God. When the kingdom of God is within you and the manifestation of the kingdom of God is going forth in your desire and your hunger and thirst are for righteousness, people will begin to be, they'll begin to be drawn. But most of all, I'm not speaking about the people because some will be repelled. I'm speaking about that relationship with Christ and the manifestation of his government. But when these things, when you begin to fight against these things and you begin to follow the carnality, the flesh, the things of this world, then there's a separation even between you and Christ. Though he'll never leave you nor forsake you, he's only a whisper away. The relationship to thrive and the kingdom to manifest requires you to put your trust and faith in him. It requires you to spend time with him. It requires you to pray without ceasing. It requires you to spend time in his word for he is the word and this word is life and it's spirit. This is the manifestation of the kingdom of God. This is what it's all about. Here and now, not someplace far, far away, though that may literally be the case. I do not dispute that. But what I want to bring to your attention, if you're not experiencing the kingdom of God, the government, the rule of God in your life today, then you'll never see that mansion. You may never see those streets of gold. And the Holy Spirit just changed this, if you didn't notice. I thought I was going to go all the way through the strong man, but God says that's enough message for today. Let the kingdom of God rule in your life. Let God's government manifest today as it did in Luke chapter 11. The demon came out. The lepers are cleansed. The blind saw. The deaf heard. People were born again. Repentance took place, which is required to see the kingdom of God. Lest a man repent, he'll never see the kingdom of God. God bless you this Monday morning. And perhaps the Holy Spirit will let me finish this chapter on the next recording. In Jesus' name.